0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Learning with Lex. This is now our third week and we will get a little deeper into some dance history discussion. Um, Today I'm going to talk a little about folk dance and also later talking about Japanese dance theater specifically. Um, So to start, I'm going to give off some characteristics about folk dance and then I will talk about the first reading we did in class this week folk dance, father music, mother dance, Um, and then I'll talk a little about the discussion we had in class and some videos we watched about specific folk dances. Um, Then I will end talking about uh, the second reading we did in class today, Piercing the Mask of Japanese Dance Theater, and also talking about a couple videos we watched in class. I hope you enjoy and learn something. So some characteristics of folk dances. Um, The main purpose or intention that are often found for folk dances are to socialize, um, to have a sense of community, um, and also for fun purposes, for recreational purposes, just having an entertaining and connecting uh, dance to do together. Um, It can be performed with an audience but it also often is more of a participatory um type of dance where if there is an audience they can interact with the dancers and cheer them on um there's often also um, a musical accompaniment that is specific to the different folk dances um this can get pretty specific depending on which culture you are looking at um it also an, an important factor of um, folk dancing like um, ritual dancing it is passed down from generation to generation and is a way to keep track of the history of specific cultures through their dancing. Um, and they often utilize a bunch of different formations, um, which again is specific to um, each different culture. Um, but they can do circle formations, semicircle circle Um, lines, squares, and just lots of different formational changes. Um, There often are a lot of very basic steps that everyone can do like walking, skipping, sliding, jumping, running, things like that, but also um, in some cultures a folk dance will start off very simple and be able to be Um, done by everyone, but as it progresses it may become much harder, and this will be for the more talented dancers, um, and then it can often go back to being easier, more pedestrian. So those are the main characteristics I would say um, fall for folk dancing. So to dive a little deeper into um, folk dancing, I will start to talk about folk dance, father music, mother dance, or reading. Um, A quote I really liked from this reading was folk dance brings all types of people together to celebrate their differences as equals. Um, And the author also talked about this as we are threads woven into a multicultural tapestry. Um, I think that's a great way to think about um, America rather than calling us all blended into I don't know, like a soup. It's more of like a salad, <laughs> how we talked about in class. Um, uh, it also talked about how folk dances reflect the essence of the people and their specific ways of life in a specific community or culture. Um, and also, I think it's pretty important to point out from the reading that the only true indigenous folk dance is that, is, is that of the Native Americans. And this is because um, we, everyone else that in America is considered immigrants in some way, um, but Native Americans are the only true ones that originated in America. We also were able to watch some different videos about uh, some different folk dances, which gave us um, better examples um, visually of these different folk dances. And the first one we watched was the maypole dance which is a celebration of May Day in England, which is the arrival of spring. This dates back to the 16th century and is often one that is taught in schools um, to younger people. Um, And there are actually a few people in my class that have done the Maypool dance before. Um, Watching this dance, it had a lot of interweaving patterns. Um, The dancers came in and out, and it's a very repetitive motion. Um, because they must go around the pool over and over again until it completely wraps up with the ribbon. This dance looked um, super fun, a great way to uh, um, a very great community dance. And um, the people watching the dancers were also quite interactive with them. um, And it seemed quite fun to do. Um, The next dance, uh, folk dance that we looked into, um excuse me if this is pronounced wrong the jiomu which is a korean sword dance um and it was created sometime around 660 ad um it actually can be considered a martial art form but it is much more focused about the dance than any actual fighting that doesn't really occur um uh in this dance it talked about um or in this video it talked about how the dancers were trying to connect their bodies with the costume and bring those together um which you could see throughout the um dancing and it, this was a much more i would say formal than um than the video the maypole video that we watched before the next folk dancing video we watched was again excuse me if this is um, pronounced incorrectly was called Pangra, um, which stems um, from South Asian Punjan people, which is, um, um, originating in India and Pakistan. Um, it is associated with the spring harvest, but then transformed to dance for all sorts of different types of celebrations, which can include weddings, birthdays, fairs, and other things. Um, the male costuming includes a buttonless jacket, a handkerchief, and a turban. And this was a very, very energetic dance, um, and it was choreographed. This was what I would consider much more performative than the other folk dances I saw, um, as the dancers were up on a stage and the audience was separated in their own, um, well, the audience, the auditorium. auditorium. The final uh, folk dance we watched, um, again, <laughs> sorry if this is pronounced incorrectly, was Kalamantianos um, from Greece. Um, it was formed from a traditional dance of ancient Spartans, Cirto. Um, uh, they use a circle formation with 12 steps and uh, this one seemed to be the most informal and a folk dance that anyone could just kind of run into and join. Um, It was a semicircle in the video, so it was easy for someone to join in and start dancing with them. Um, It is the most well-known Greek dance, so um, it is very often that it'll happen at celebrations and everyone knows it and they'll just hop right into it, so it's a great um, community dance. So to finish off the episode, I'm gonna take us through the second reading, Piercing the Mask of Japanese Dance Theater, and then also talk a little bit about the two different videos we watched um, over this reading. Um, so basically, this was an overview of the different Japanese dance theater dances. Um, these forms were called the Bugaku, the No, the Kabuki, and the buto. Um, Starting with the bo- Ugaku, um, it developed in the 8th century, um, and it actually flowered um, from the Tang Dynasty, so it originated in China, not Japan, Um, it is the oldest institutionalized dance form in the world, so that means it is the oldest um, codified dance that can be taught. it was actually super creative before it became codified but over time it became much more specific and again codified um bu, B-U means dance and gaku g-a-k-u means music and this dance is often performed with gagaku music The next dance form, um, the No, developed with an aesthetic designed to please people of, I would say, higher class, not as much for the middle class. Um, and it developed in the 14th and 16th centuries when there was a civil war going on in Japan. Um, it combines dance, music, and acting, and it is based on morality themes. Um, and it explores ana, which it means a spiritual beauty. Um, You'll often see in the know, actually every time you will see a know, it does not come without it. You will see decorations of pine and pine trees, um, which they believe um, represents longevity. Um, and this is very important in the know theater. You will also find some different like uh, pots or like pottery under the stage, which helps accent the steps that the actors will take. Um, And the movements of the no are often designed for their very elaborate and very bulky traditional costumes that they wore, so their posture will often be quite straight up and have a straight spine. Um, And again, this is meant to be enjoyed mainly by a sophisticated audience that um, appreciates tradition and a whole lot of detail. The next dance form is the kabuki. Um, this dance form reflects the average Japanese person's taste more at the time that it was developed, so this would be more the working middle class people. Um, the movements and gestures you'll find in this dance are a lot larger than those of the now. Um, and often the movements will end with a very static um, position, which is, um, generally the focus of kabuki dancing. It also began with uh, much more imprecise uh, dramatic forms but embodied various styles of acting. Um, And that is about all for the kabuki. And then the last uh, dance form I'm going to go through is the buto. Um, This was the most avant-garde dance form for sure. It does not fall on tradition nearly as much. Um, It is actually considered Japan's most startling cultural export. Um, Bu means dance and T-O-H means step. And this dance form is known for um, full body paint, for nudity or for partial nudity, and very primal um, images. It was created by Kazuo Bono and Tasumi Hijukata. Sorry if those are pronounced incorrectly, um, but they took a lot of German uh, expressionalism um, inspiration for creating this form. Um, a lot of more modern technique, I would say, you can see in this form. Um, and it is just, again, a much, much more avant-garde form than any of the other dances you will see. And all right, to wrap up today's episode, I'm just gonna talk a little about the last two videos we watched. The first video was over kabuki. Um, I, I love this quote that they, as they were describing kabuki in the video, they said, kabuki is the past in living pictures which really was a great way to explain the intent behind this dance. Um, It talked a little about how um, these stages are different than the stages you'll find here in the United States. Um, There is a Hannah Ritchie, which extends from the back of the theater to the stage. That is not a common thing that you will find here. uh, and also, what I found interesting was the orchestra is in full view the whole time, rather than them being in a pit, which I thought was quite entertaining. Um, you will never find woman, woman on a kabuki stage. All of the woman roles are done by men dressed as women. Um, and this also interviewed two different famous um, actors, Baiku the Seventh um, and Shiruku the Second. Um, Who is the head of a school of dance in Fujima? They both um, were born into a family that has been actors for a long time and um, They're very famous actors and they've been doing this pretty much their whole lives The last video um, was over Butoh which again is that avant-garde style that you found later um, and I just want to share a couple quotes that were um that was spoken in this video cuz I found them to be really interesting and powerful. The first is if the technique comes first in dancing, then why should we dance? And the second was I've danced life and life dances me. Um, I just thought this video had a lot of different uh very wise statements that were said throughout um by elder dancers that have a lot of experience and life experience so i just thought that was really cool um and it also gave an insight onto a little more about bhuta dance specifically it showed a clip where a dancer um, imagined a lightning struck her and you really could see it in her face it was super expressive in the face um and you could see as if the lightning went through her entire body, Um, that focus, the emptying of her mind except for focusing on that lightning strike, which was really interesting. Um, And you can definitely see the German Expressionist uh, inspiration in this uh, form. It makes it much different than any other Japanese form, but it's still has that um again that really expressive face that you will see often in japanese acting um and yeah i just thought this reading was a great one to deeper understand the japanese culture um and the other reading was a great way to understand folk dancing further and uh i hope you find all this information to be helpful and uh i hope you learned a lot i'll see you next week